This is the Marketing Intern Spotlight, where we are committed to unlock how every marketing intern has an innate ability to be an entrepreneur, motivator, and influencer. Charlie, welcome to the podcast, man. How you doing? Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm doing well. It's another day, another day in paradise, so I can't complain. Yes. Declan, would you like to walk our marketing interns how we got connected with Charlie? Oh, yeah. This is a long, long trail, and it's it's a fun one kind of to walk down. So we interviewed Josh Perry, our second ever mm-hmm. Send It Sunday episode, and he worked with this uh, great company called Uptown Creations, and they work with social media um, uh, companies, or they are a social media company working with other brands, trying to promote them, trying to get them across to other people, increase followers, increase engagement. And uh, Josh, when we released our podcast, was like, hey, you guys got to meet this man, Charlie, with Uptown Creation. We're like, ooh, who's this guy? And then now we are sitting here. It's September 20th. 19th. 20th. 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 <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Yep. And we have you on the podcast. I mean, we've grown. We've actually like grown a, a cool relationship. You've helped us out with a lot of marketing stuff. Oh, marketing stuff. And mm-hmm. It's just a great story. Now, now really unpacking your story on this podcast. We're stoked for today. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm glad I could help you guys out so far. It's been uh, it's been an adventure, definitely, that's for sure. And um, so, yeah, I'm excited to tell a little bit about my story as well as I'm happy I could help you guys throughout this, as well as hopefully in the future, I'm sure I'll be able to help you guys out more. Absolutely. Well. Let's start with how you, correct me if I'm wrong, you went to Iowa State and you were an engineer there. And then yeah. you spent a little bit of time in the engineer industry, postgraduate, and then, that took, and then it took a turn and you went to social media. Let's walk our marketing interns through that. Yeah. So initially how this started was I was originally an industrial engineering major. I heard that I could make obviously decent living doing that. And so I ended up going into that realizing I was pretty decent at it, but I hated the actual process of sitting behind a desk and just programming or whatever, what have you. So uh, I ended up actually getting into sales. And so that's when a buddy actually introduced me into sales engineering. And so this was just very early on, but it was more or less for, uh, on, or for engineers to sell technical products or so for any product that needs like a technical background to at least understand and being able to convey that to the customer then also relay that back to the engineering team and so that's kind of how I got started with initially going into the sales side of it which I thought is more fun because I enjoy just talking with people communicating hanging out and so that's how I initially got started in that and so then I ended up getting a job I was obviously in the entrepreneurship area area starting businesses here and there but then uh, realizing that uh, I went out to my sales engineering job out in California and I was doing that for a bit and then um, slowly started realizing that I was with a couple of buddies, like you said, with Uptown Creation. And we started actually wanting to grow and develop our own Instagram accounts. And so the light bulb kind of clicked when I realized I was starting a business of my own, with, which was a coffee business, uh, drop shipping. And I ended up saying, hey, I need some actual I need marketing. I need someone to help grow my Instagram account. Obviously, that's a new platform to be able to. Um, start pushing a lot of your marketing and sales through. And so then that's kind of how the business started. So we ended up just helping people develop and grow their Instagram platforms. And that's when I really started to dive into and actually learn the marketing side. So I kind of got the engineer, engineering side, the sales side, and then now the marketing, which I think is almost as important. It, it's just as important as all the other options or as the other skills. Um, you have to have that diverse skill set in any in starting any business. And so marketing is obviously one side of it, but there's so many other sides of it that people don't really get to see. So 
I enjoy being able to be on the business side of it where I can use my engineering optimization skills to optimize the processes on how to run a business, use the sales skills to obviously sell the um, sell your product and marketing, obviously, to capture their attention. Nice. And I think the way you unpacked that really brought out your engineering and technical background and might even make this question, my next question sound kind of stupid, but um, I'm sure you got a little bit of pushback, um, you know, from maybe your friends or family saying like, hey, you're you're an engineer. Like, why aren't you just going into an engineering career and pursuing that? And now you're in social media. What like did that, yeah. that question ever come up? Um, yeah, I think my, my family always knew. So the reason, the thing is they always wanted me to pursue my own passions no matter what they were. So they're whole, they're wholeheartedly supportive of what I'm doing, which is good, but obviously they do question it a bit. The thing I realized is that you can really learn just about anything, even though that you put your four years of your college education into learning this specific skill. I've learned more individually by teaching myself the whole marketing, how to run Facebook ads, how to um, do digital marketing, how to run an Instagram ad, how to run viral growth campaigns, reach out to influencers. I've taught myself all of that, that an educational system most likely wouldn't have been able to teach me. And so there is a big, big disconnect between what the actual in the world of marketing is and what like they actually teach you in school. And so there's a big disconnect. And so being able to just teach yourself that and obviously learn from other individuals is very important as well. And so I got a little bit of a pushback, but obviously I'm, they're so supportive of everything that I'm doing. And they realize that there's a bigger goal or a bigger vision than just um, me only focusing on just digital marketing or Instagram. And so I always have a job I can go back to, whether it's engineering or sales, but I pr enjoy pursuing the digital marketing. If you don't mind me asking you, what do you think that bigger goal might entail? Is there, do you have that vision for yourself? Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy helping businesses and brands develop their vision. I mean, plain and simple, the thing is I've, always, I've loved entrepreneurship. I love startups. The thing is there's so many people that are struggling to initially get that first initial traction and get their first few sales. And so I really enjoy the side of it. I've, I've always loved the side of being able to help develop brands and businesses grow. And so whether it's through investing in them, whether it's through helping them grow their social media, whether it's helping them do content creation strategies, funnels, that's really what helps or pushes me is to strive to help them become better because I know I've struggled with it in the past as well. Mm -hmm. And so the more you just give that value out there, the better um, you'll reciprocate it in return, hopefully. Nice. What is one thing that, um, yeah, we, we have a, an entrepreneur audience and, you know, they're running Instagram ads probably. And, you know, they're they're trying to interact on social media. What's like one thing, you know, generically without them getting money involved or anything? Yeah. Uh, what is one suggestion you'd have to creatives and entrepreneurs trying to push their stuff across uh, these platforms? Be authentic. Everyone thinks that it's supposed to happen overnight. The thing is, businesses are built on relationships. And so unless you're actually going out there and actively building a relationship, so many people, they try to automate things. They try to make th make a process where they don't even need to communicate to anyone. The thing is that people buy from other people. And so the things you need to actually build those relationships when you're developing a business and ensure that you're actually connecting with them and giving them what they're expecting and not what you think they need. Because there could be a huge disconnect in that as well. But actually just going out there and being the front face, talking to customers. I mean, it's obviously being authentic with yourself, telling them your vision and why they should believe in you and just 
go door to door. I mean, that's the sales side of it. I mean, you can start um, running Instagram ads and you can start trying to drive traffic to your page. But if no one actually, if there's no face behind the business or no one actually knows who you are um, individually behind it, then there's no reason for them to really connect with you in a sense. Yeah, that speaks volumes and authenticity goes a long way. That's when you can truly connect with someone. Um, and I come and I'm interested in staying on this topic uh, with yeah. your profession. What were those first steps that you took to gain the knowledge that you felt like you needed to help other people in social media? Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question. Um, really, Google. Google's your best friend. Like, honestly, the thing that really upsets me is a lot of people, they think that uh, there's no information out there that they can't learn anything, but they haven't realized that we're growing up in an age where all the information is at the tip of our fingers and all you have to do is know how to find, find it. The thing is where if you're able to just know how to, you don't need to know everything in the world, school and education, they teach us a lot on how to memorize things and how to hold that specific piece of information in your brain for a long time. Whereas in the real world, we have all the information on our phones. And so if you're able to just Google search something, watch a YouTube video on one and a half or two times speed, get that information in your head and then maybe test it out, trial trial it and figure out to see if it works, what doesn't, what does. Then from there, I mean, that's really just trial and error. And it really, um, it takes time. But obviously if you can find mentors or individuals like um, kind of me helping you guys, it can help expedite that process a bit more and you can kind of get rid of those um, errors you would have made early on. Absolutely. And I think what you've done great you've been a great mentor for us and the great, you know, guidance, you've given us great guidance with this whole um, ad campaigns and everything like that. Mm -hmm. I think one thing about it that's so important for people to understand is time. You mentioned it takes time to grow these Mm -hmm. things and we cannot echo that anymore. You know, you're going to probably sit there not really knowing much about Facebook ads and Instagram ads and all this stuff. A lot of stuff gets thrown at you. It's fairly overwhelming, but yeah. One thing at the end of the day is you just got to try it. Trial and error is so important. Figuring yep. out what sticks because you're going to learn a lot more about yourself on the back end of things after you try it. And it's that it's just overall a great benefit. So I love what you're saying there. No, absolutely. You have to have that trial and error. Otherwise, I mean, a lot of people, they get almost too afraid where they'll try to learn everything and plan everything accordingly. And then the thing is they don't, I would say, release it before you're prepared because the thing is you'll learn after you've already started what things worked, what things doesn't, didn't. And the thing is you can never be absolutely 100% prepared or perfect. And so just releasing it out there and learning from your mistakes and then reiterating and doing that day in, day out, creating that habit. Was there anything that you could, like a personal experience that you could mention kind of that goes along with that same theme of um, you tried something and it didn't work within social media when you were helping a certain company or maybe personally for yourself. And it was like, oh, wow, I really, I grew a lot, but this, that was kind of a big time failure. Um, yeah, actually. Well, I'm gonna, not going to say specifically in terms of uh, individual, like helping individual customers, but in terms of me personally, I really struggled with after I quit my full-time job to work on this digital marketing full-time, I went through and thought I could have the opportunity to remote uh, re- work remotely and travel. And so I went over to Southeast Asia and I became, or I started hanging out with friends and starting to do a bunch of other the traveling things, hiking, whatever. And it started to take me away from the time of having or like putting into the business and taking care of my customers. And so that really limited me in terms of um, providing the best value to my customers, as well as um, just putting them the time to build the business. 
because obviously when you're starting out early, it takes time to build the business to the point that it needs to be. Mm -hmm. And so the thing I learned a lot is unless you're going to create those daily habits early on, obviously people can travel and work remotely and do all those things, but you have to create those daily habits, whether it's waking up every single morning, responding to emails, making 25 calls, um, doing a, some sales copies, writing a blog. You need to do those things on a consistent basis day in, day out. Otherwise, uh, your business will not expand because of that or your customers may fall wayside from that. That's a great lesson. So that's one thing I learned. <laughs> nice. It's putting in time and habits. Love that, dude. And uh, you mentioned like the feelings of, you know, quitting your full-time job. There's a lot of people out there um, that have either gone through this or are maybe on the verge of doing it. What um, is some advice you'd give to those people or, and maybe just re- kind of reflect on that time? Yeah. Um, there's no right time. <laughs> there's no perfect time. Everyone likes to think that there's a perfect time. I would like to say there is an ideal time. Um, don't quit too soon. Don't quit too late. There's a lot of times and you, you need to make sure that you're at least bringing in some sort of revenue or income or that you have clientele that or clients that are supporting you in a sense. Because if you go through and just completely quit your job, I would say you'd be better off and it would be smarter to at least have something or the market validated per se, instead of just completely quitting your job to start a business. You can, you can't tell me that you can't spend two hours a day if you're trying to start a business five days a week trying to start a business and that's 10 hours a day. So you're putting in what, let's just say 40 or 30 hours a week, 40, 20 hours a week, 40 hours, a week, whatever. Anyways, but anyways, you're putting in the time every single day. So you're starting a business. And the thing is I wouldn't quit too early, but I also wouldn't quit too late either. So there comes a kind of a gray area or that perfect time when you start transitioning to at least you're able to support yourself, but your clients are being, taken away in a sense because you're spending all your time at a full-time job. So there's a give and take, there's a good area in that to quit, I would say, but it's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely not easy. That's for sure. Um, and kind of sticking to some of our core questions. So this is a yeah. question we ask every single one of our guests. It's a theme of ours where you're wildly average podcast at times, you know, we do things mm-hmm. well and some things we don't do as well. And at the end of the day, yeah. we're average hosts. And we like to ask the question to these, to our guests, our interviewees. So Charlie, what is your average quality? My average quality. Oh man. I feel as though I'm pretty average about at everything. I, I mean, I have a very good, decent knowledge on a lot of different things, but it's being pretty average on a lot of different things that gives you a bunch of different skill sets to be able to connect and network or communicate with other individuals. And so at least having that bare knowledge of being able to hold a conversation about it or bring some ideas to the table is, I think, so important. So uh, what I think sometimes they like to say ignorance is bliss just because sometimes if you don't know what you don't know, and so sometimes that can play out to your advantage. Other times, obviously, it's more important to have that uh, specific knowledge. But, I mean, being average, I, I mean, is not a bad thing, but at least having that average ability, making sure that you uh, cover that with being average at a lot of different things, or at least having a lot of different knowledge on different like topics. You're, you're basically saying you're like a mile wide, inch deep in terms of uh, the content that you can cover. Which, which is good in terms of being able to connect and uh, communicate with people. But if you can actually have that ability, but then also being able to specify and niche down on one specific thing that you're an expert at, that's how you get it. So being able to, hey, I can communicate with anyone and talk to anyone about any specific topic. But the thing I'm really good at is Instagram. So if you want to talk to me, we can um, narrow, narrow down on that and speak more in depth. 
which I mean is a very good quality to have uh, for anyone. Love that. Mm -hmm. So with that Instagram, I'd love to dive into that. Do, would that be your yeah. expert? Would that be where you stick most? Yeah, I would like to say I'm pretty, that's where I stick most at. That's what okay. I do for my full-time job now. Yeah. So when a customer comes to you and they're asking you, I need help with their Instagram portfolio. What are mm -hmm. those first steps that you take to kind of, Hey, you can improve easily on these fronts. And you kind of already mentioned that with stories and other things like that, but kind of take yeah. a step further. What would those be? Some, what would be some of those steps? I mean, just in terms of, being able to create quality content. There's a lot of people that they believe their content is on point or it's perfect. And the thing is or content is key. You can send as much traffic to an Instagram profile as you want, but if that content doesn't connect individually to that individual person, they're not going to follow you. And so making sure that you are creating a captivating uh, community that is engaging and you're engaging with them is super important. So just making sure that you're authentic, but then also having quality content is important. From there, I just ask people what they're trying to get out of their Instagram page and just help them figure that out. I mean, when you think about um, what are you trying to get out of your podcast, well, you set specific questions to ask and you lead them through, okay, this is what we're going to cover. This is what our uh, podcast is about. It's the same thing with an Instagram account. Okay, what's your business about? What's your value proposition? What's your proposal? Let's. It's taking you through and basically developing a website per se or a profile that allows to you to capture people's attention and then funnel them in through your sales process. And so it's being able to just work with that and uh, grow and scale that as well. And so really it depends on the individuals um, uh, and what they're wanting from that. I like that. And I think one part that's really important about that is the process. You know, it takes, it takes a lot of time to create some quality content and fine tune your content. It takes a lot of time to figure out who your audience is and figure out you yeah. know, what is actually hitting with people. And then it also takes a lot of time to figure out how to make all the, all of that efficient. Yeah, absolutely. We have been through a lot of that, but we're still very average at Instagram. We're still- um, We're always looking for opportunities to improve because exactly. we recognize it can be always advanced. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, well, this is the marketing intern spotlight. This is an interview with someone who has uh, more or less in, inhaled our content, you know, has, you know, taken a bite out of the back pocket and listened to us, see, followed mm -hmm. us on Instagram, one of that. So from your perspective, where can we improve right now? I think, I think you guys are doing exactly what you guys need to be doing. Um, I was taking a look at your guys' page earlier and I think it's great posting a lot of your videos and being able to connect with your audience is fantastic. Um, a couple of things that you guys could add is multiple different giveaways and so being able to give away a specific product or an interview or um, different mentoring sessions or even teaching others how to start a podcast would be great. Um, but then also putting your uh, podcast, obviously you put them on Anchor and iTunes and I think all of those other um, applications. But then also, I mean, in terms of Instagram, putting them on IGTV isn't a bad idea either, seeing if you can gain any traction from that. But I mean, just connecting with individuals, reaching out, building relationships is really just important and the great thing is, is with instagram in terms of instagram you can connect with just about any single person in the entire world if you think about it so being able to just send a value add message and being able to reach out them whether you're trying to get um, a superstar rock star on your podcast or you're trying to just reach out to the average joe um, being able to just portray a quality message on why they should either be a part of your podcast or why they should interview with you and then being able to just build that relationship with them is important 
Thank you. Really appreciate that feedback. Another yeah, core question sweet. that we have is what's in your back pocket? And this is framed as an entrepreneur. So we love to provide our marketing interns with tools to advance their content, to advance their company. Um, and every single person handles entrepreneurship a little bit differently within the qualities that they uphold the most. So of what course. would be your what would be in your back pocket as an entrepreneur? Um, persistence. The things are like, dude, you're going to, you're going to fail. It's inevitable being an entrepreneur. It's going to happen day in, day out. And even though you may feel as though you're not making any progress forward, each failure that you have is uh, bringing you to the next success. And so, I mean, you take the same thing with uh, sales. I mean, you can get shut down a hundred times, but you need to just only have that one sales to really make it worth it. And so even though you may be getting shot down or you may not get the investment that you needed, or maybe you didn't get the clientele that you needed, there's always the next one. There's always another opportunity. There's always um, another chance. So just keep being persistent and make sure that you stick through it. So that's, I mean, it takes time, like we said. I love that. I love how in this interview too, for some of the, some of the uh, normal, normal coming marketing interns, you've, You've picked out uh, a bunch of things that have been said on our podcast before, like people buy from people, persist. Yeah. So like consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential like that. I like that. <laughs> that's good. That's very good. Dave Meltzer. That's unbelievable. The that's it's very authentic. It's it's totally adds up. I love what you're saying there. Um, let's see. In terms of uh, like where so you're in Instagram now, you're in social media now. It's uh, it's a, it's a, we're in the current time. It's things are booming. Things are changing. Where do you yeah. see social media going in the future? Like five years from now, what's it going to look like? Oh, that's okay. That's interesting. Um, influencer marketing is going to be huge. Uh, so there's gonna be a lot of money being able or being poured into influencer marketing. If you think of it in terms of right now, there's a lot of brands and businesses that are putting a lot of money into uh, TV uh, commercials and ads. And so when you think about it, I would say the majority of uh, millennials our age are watch Netflix instead of TV. I can't tell you the last time I watched cable. And when you stop having those commercials, they're putting their money, they're going to need to start putting their money elsewhere. And so as soon as TV starts getting pushed out, they're going to start putting a lot of their money. This is brands and businesses. They'll start putting a lot of their money into influencer marketing, which I think is going to be very important. The thing is, because you, if you're a brand and you're trying to, let's just say, sell some Nike shoes, they would be more or less, if I reached out to you and said, hey, I want you to support my Nike shoes, would you be able to shout out on your audience? More, more of your followers are able to listen to you because you've developed that relationship with your audience because you've had that day in, day out interaction. Whereas if you saw an ad on Facebook or Instagram uh, with Nike saying, hey, check out our new shoes, you'd be more likely to just scroll right on through it in terms of if it was your friend sponsoring it or shouting that out. And so that's where I see a lot of money being able to be poured into. Right now they say it's about a $2.7 billion industry. And in about the next two years, it's supposed to be about $10.7 billion for influencer marketing. And so just a lot of these influencers, they're going to be being utilized a lot more by these bigger brands to end up um, shouting out their products or being able to vouch for their brands. That's that just opened my eyes up completely because I, I I always envisioned that, but identifying as the influencer market really hit home with me because I we we see it on an everyday basis. That's kind of like the market that we fit in the most um, yeah. as an influencer on as a as a podcast and using social media to spread a message. We are mm -hmm. a, a mini influencer 
um, in some sort. And so recognizing that's an actual market and people will use that as a sponsorship. So they'll like tag you with apparel. I mean, the, the podcast ads that you run on your show are exactly that. You're influencing your audience. Mm-hmm. For us, it's MB Outdoors and Skyline Specs. There are two core sponsors that have sponsored us for the past six months. And every listener mm-hmm. is like, now, like when they hear that, they think MB Outdoors or they think Back Pocket, they think MB Outdoors. They think MB Outdoors, they think Back Pocket. And that exactly. can go taken to the next level. Coca-Cola, they think Casey Neistat, if, they, if that's the route they want to go to, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so just being able to build those relationships or as an influencer, being able to build those relationships. And then from there, your value proposition is saying, hey, I have a whole audience right here. They love this sort of aspect about me as an individual, whether it's outdoor camping, hiking, podcasts, uh, entrepreneurship, whatever. Um, I would love to be a sponsor or a brand sponsor for you. And so that's where I see a lot of um, money going into, at least in terms of uh, ad spend and uh, social media. I like that. And one thing uh, that that market really unpacks in stuff that's really going on right now is cross promotion which is mm-hmm. pretty much what we're doing right now is we're endorsing Uptown Creations. Uptown Creations is endorsing the back pocket. This is just a free transaction. It's a conversation. Yep. It's just very authentic. It's genuine. It hits all your main points. But at the same time, it, that's exactly where marketing is going. You know, this exactly. is a, and it's it's unbelievable. It's it's really cool the way you unpacked it really reinforces mm-hmm. cross-promotion, cross, cross-promoting. The one thing I find very interesting is that what I've learned doing a lot of different marketing is when you start speaking with individuals who are first getting into marketing, they instantly try to go to the sale. So they say, hey, here's an ad. Let's get them to buy something now. And the thing is, a lot of people, they don't have in their back pocket their wallet that they're willing to pull out and give you cash right away. And so what they're saying is that you need to give them value up front. I mean, you have to give value to get value. And so, I mean, we used, I don't know if we sent you guys the go giver. It's one of my top books, but it's more or less about giving value before you get anything in return. And so in terms of take that into, in terms of marketing, that is important when you're trying to capture leads and get individuals to follow you. It's giving them a reason to follow you or a reason to uh, participate. And so giving them that additional value add that they wouldn't necessarily get otherwise, whether that's a free ebook or a free training lesson, a free call, consultation, whatever it is. And so being able to offer that value up front instead of just saying, hey, come buy my new socks because they're the coolest thing out there. It's uh, being able to just build that relationship and then ask after you've already built that or developed that relationship. Mm. I love it, man. That's phenomenal. This is so exciting too because that's kind of stuff that we keep hearing and we keep wanting to strive to continue to do and in hearing that message reinforced time and time again, it just allows that inspiration to stay true. And it's like, okay, Charlie's saying this and this man has been giving us awesome advice for the past four months and cross promotions. Mm -hmm. We're still going to hit that home influencer market. We got to truly appreciate being a part of that because one day that could, like you said, it's a $2.7 billion and it's headed towards say that number again, 10.7, 10.7. 10.7. 10.7. I mean, like that's really cool. And to be involved into something like that, that could blow up and that potential is unique. And I, and I, and Absolutely. we are in that right now. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's just building that uh, network and relationships and doing it day in, day out. Like we said, it's uh, being persistent and consistent. Yep. And, uh, and then taking this the to the final question. So thank you, Charlie, for all yeah. your time so far. This is our final question. It's a simple one. Sometimes it can get a little tricky. If you don't okay. really live in the moment, some people have a tough time with it, but we'll give it to you. Okay. Anyways. 
Let's hear it. What did you learn from the time that you woke up to having this conversation right now? Oh man. Um, you can, there's a lot that I actually learned. Um, you can connect with almost anyone in the entire world. And the thing is, if you don't believe that, then you shouldn't be in sales or that you shouldn't be in any sort of marketing. You can be able to, you can connect with anyone. You just have to have a value proposition that you're able to give them value upfront. And so being able to network and just always realizing that there's another sale. I mean, there, there's a lot of times that I would either get stuck on losing a sale or not making a sale initially. And the thing is, there's always another one. You, it may like, it may not cross your mind at the time. You may get down in the dumps, but, um, Realizing that there's always another one, there's always another one, uh, is quite important. And so just being able to stick through that and um, just keep reaching out to people, it's important. It's contagious. As you start putting yourself out in the world, you'll be amazed to see where you'll, um, how the world will reciprocate that back. It's it's as simple as this, and you said it perfectly. You put garbage in, you're going to get garbage back. If you put in humility, authenticity, generosity, value, you're going to get all that back. So exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. Really appreciate all the time you've given us. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Thanks boys. Thanks. I appreciate you having me on. It's been exciting. Uh, It's been enjoyable.